0: Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to Sheer Jashub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. This is Patty Scalzo, thanking you for joining us for the next quarter of an hour and inviting you to get your Bibles as we go through the Scriptures together. As our regular listeners know, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, has been teaching a series on heavenly authority and in recent programs he has been speaking about the priests and the levites in today's message he will be teaching about the most important levitical priest of all john the baptist he will also be speaking about the only proper application of levitical anger against sin so now let's join pastor greg as he continues this fascinating and important teaching
1: remember we talked about the violence of the Levites well go ahead to the end of John's life in Matthew chapter 11 and he's in prison he's under duress and he sends his messengers to ask are you the coming one or do we look for another and Jesus gives the proper answer which we won't go into now but down in verse 7 it says as they John's disciples departed jesus began this is chapter 11 verse 7 of matthew jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning john what did you go out into the wilderness to see a reed shaken by the wind but what did you go out to see a man clothed in soft garments indeed those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses but what did you go out to see a prophet Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. What John preached prepared the way for Jesus Christ. If we have no idea of the need for repentance, then there's no true acceptance of a savior. What do we need to be saved from if we're so good? If we don't recognize we've sinned, if we don't confess that sin, And desire to turn from it why should we need the life of Christ to change us it prepares the way of the Lord verse 11 he says assuredly I say to you among those born of women there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he and from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent Take it by force or the kingdom of God forcefully advances some of your translations might say and forceful men literally violent men take hold of it what is he saying here what is he saying since the time of John the Baptist since what John preached until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force This is not external violence. There's some Christian sects where they feel if they suffer enough, if they hurt themselves enough, if they deny themselves enough, somehow they're pleasing God and that's nonsense. As though damaging their bodies or denying themselves basic needs puts them in a better position. That's pride. The Lord's not talking about that here he's talking about the violence that's done against self rather internally that anger at sin we get angry with ourselves we say lord i shouldn't have done that forgive me lord help me to change take away what's wrong cast it far away send it into the desert and we confess it we repent of it we desire to have it washed away and we desire change. That's what repentance means. It means a mental attitude of saying I'm going this way and now I'm gonna make a 180 degree turn and go the right way back to God. We go from our road to God's road. We repent and we desire change. If we don't desire change, if we don't want to make the crooked way straight, we don't prepare the way for the Lord. And that message of repentance is so necessary to understand then the grace of the gospel the goodness of the gospel in Jesus Christ. To confess, to repent, to be forceful against that old nature, that old man. Because the enemy is not Shechem. The enemy is not even those in our own camp who continue to do evil. The main enemy we have to deal with is ourselves. And we need to crucify the old self. To cut away the old self. If we don't hate sin... In the old way enough, if we're not against the old nature, the old self, the old ways, we will never accept the Savior in the right way who brings us forgiveness and new life. And the question to us is, are we a reed shaken by the wind? Are we those consumed with soft garments? Or do we have the strength in Christ Jesus to we say, "Lord, cut it away, get rid of those ways we know are wrong?" Get rid of them. Cut them away. Take them out. Jesus said, He who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. To take up the cross of Jesus. Paul says in Romans 6, 6, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified, the old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. To crucify the old self. That's doing violence to the old self. That's the anger we should have directed at the old person, that we can find the joy and the peace of the new person. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent sees it. If we will be angry against sin, if we will cut away the old person, we find the self that we never knew could be there. We find someone that Jesus will take and make in his own image. He'll change us and get rid of all that's wrong. One last illustration drives home the point. Uh, In 2 Kings chapter 13, John was a prophet. Well, there was another prophet, 2 Kings chapter 13, named Elisha. And Elisha is dying in chapter 13, verse 14. Israel at this point is under danger from the Syrians or the Arameans who had captured cities from Israel. And in verse 14, it says, Elisha had become sick with the illness of which he would die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. And Elisha said to him, Obviously, the king is concerned for the condition of Israel. Elisha said, Take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it, and Elisha put his hand on the king's hand. And he said, Open the east window. So he's opening the window, going towards the direction of the enemy. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of the deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syrians at Aphek till you have destroyed them. That's going in the east towards Syria. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, or you might have it translated, the arrow of the Lord's victory. Then he said, verse 18, take the arrows, so he took them, And he said to the king of Israel, Strike the ground. So he struck three times and he stopped. And the man of God was angry with him, verse 19, and said, You should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times then Elisha dies and then you go down to verse 25 and Joash has a victory at the town of Afek against the Syrians the arrow shooting now we understand the victory the arrow of God's victory the arrow going against the enemy and you know as believers in Jesus Christ we're in a warfare also but the warfare we're in is against Satan and against his demons and against all those spiritual powers that are looking to bring us down that are looking to kill and steal and destroy us and our lives and our loved ones we're in a spiritual battle against evil forces paul says in heavenly realms well we know we want to destroy the enemy we want to stop satan from destroying our lives but the important part to the victory was when the king was to take the arrows and Joash was to take and strike the ground right here because until you strike the ground right here you can't have victory over there the victory, the arrow of the victory of the Lord, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance we have to take and strike ourselves in a sense be forceful or violent with ourselves crucify the old self. And what do we do sometimes as Christians? We strike the ground three times. And we repent of certain things when we come to Christ. And we say, Lord, I give them up for you. But we don't strike it five, six, seven times. We don't do the complete work. We don't purge completely all the wrong ways. And so we have victory against the enemy, but we don't have complete victory. Joash will win a victory against the enemy, Syria. But Elisha is mad at him because it would have been a complete victory had he struck his own ground to completion. If we destroy by the cross of Jesus what's wrong with us, forget about others, if we repent and bear fruits worthy of repentance, and we do it all the way The victory will be complete. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, it will be a complete victory and not in part. That's why Jesus said, forceful men take hold of the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for your holy word. Lord God, we pray that you would make us a people, Lord, that we would look in the mirror and look at the plank in our own eye. And Father God, we would continually come before you and confess before you, for you are gracious and merciful and you pour out your love and your forgiveness upon us through your Son, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your loving kindness. Father, help us to judge ourselves that we would not come under judgment. In Christ Jesus' name, amen.
0: What an interesting point at which to leave the study. In our next broadcast, Pastor Greg will be continuing the series on Heavenly Authority. If you appreciate hearing Shear Jashub on your local station, may I ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry of Shear Jashub? All correspondence and donations should be sent to Shiar Jashub, Post Office Box, 518, Brantford, Connecticut, 06405. Again, that's Shiar Jashub, S H E A R. JASHUB, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And please include the call letters of your radio station. And if you will be in the Connecticut area, let me invite you to join us for Sunday service. Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the town of Madison at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1. Turn right and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is the yellow brick and white building and we meet on the upper floor. Please join us for our next broadcast of She'er Jashub, which in Hebrew means a remnant shall return.